It's Thursday, June 1st, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden has approved a new package of military aid for Ukraine that totals up to $300 million and includes additional munitions for drones and an array of other weapons. It comes as Russia has continued to pummel Ukraine's capital and unmanned aircraft have targeted Moscow. U.S. officials have said there is no suggestion that U.S.-made drones or munitions were used in the Moscow strikes, which the Kremlin blamed on Ukraine, but Kyiv has not acknowledged. The Biden administration has said it has made clear to Ukraine that U.S.-made weapons should not be used for attacks inside Russian territory. We don't tell them where to strike. We don't tell them where not to strike. Ultimately, President Zelensky and his military commanders decide what they're going to do from a military perspective, White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said Wednesday. In other news, scientists say Earth has pushed past seven out of eight scientifically established safety limits and into the danger zone, not just for an overheating planet that's losing its natural areas, but for the well-being of people living on it, according to a new study. The study looks not just at guardrails for the planetary ecosystem, but for the first time it includes measures of justice, which is mostly about preventing harm for countries, ethnicities, and genders. The study by the international scientist group Earth Commission, published in Wednesday's journal Nature, looks at climate, air pollution, phosphorus and nitrogen contamination of water from fertilizer overuse, groundwater supplies, fresh surface water, the unbuilt natural environment, and the overall natural and human-built environment. Only air pollution was not quite at the danger point globally, according to the study. Around the world, the sister of North Korean Kim Jong-un on Thursday accused the United States of gangster-like hypocrisy for criticizing her country's failed launch of a military spy satellite and insisted a successful launch will be made soon. Kim Yo-jong said North Korea's efforts to acquire space-based reconnaissance capabilities were a legitimate exercise of its sovereign right and restated the country's rejection of UN Security Council resolutions that ban it from conducting any launch involving ballistic missile technology. Her comments on state media came a day after the rocket carrying the satellite failed. North Korea said the rocket lost thrust after a staged separation and crashed in waters off the Korean peninsula's western coast. Back in the U.S., the governors of Virginia, West Virginia, and South Carolina on Wednesday joined a growing list of leaders, sending their state National Guard soldiers or other state law enforcement officers to the U.S. border with Mexico. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, who is considered a possible presidential aspirant, announced an executive order directing the deployment of 100 Virginia National Guard soldiers and 21 support personnel. South Carolina's Henry McMaster and West Virginia's Jim Justice announced their deployment shortly after, all in response to a request from Texas Governor Greg Abbott. The ongoing border crisis facing our nation has turned every state into a border state, Mr. Yunkin said in a statement. The Virginia deployment and other states have specifically been in support of Texas's Operation Lone Star, which is separate from the active duty and National Guard troops working with the Customs and Border Protection. 
Governor Abbott's request came through the Emergency Management Assistance Compact, which facilitates state-level mutual aid nationwide. Mr. Yunkin joined other governors in Austin last week to discuss border policies. And Nikki Haley's husband will soon begin a year-long deployment with the South Carolina Army National Guard to Africa, a mission that will encompass most of the remainder of his wife's campaign for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. Michael Haley will be deployed as a staff officer with his unit, which will be at the core of a task force that supports the U.S. Africa Command, replacing a unit from a different state as part of a regular rotation of forces. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.